with it. A fatal attraction is an attraction that someone has or something that is so strong that it began, that one begins to reason in their logic and their thinking when dealing with their attraction. Have you ever been pulled so strong that you try to justify what ain't right to try to amen? Make it right, amen, somebody. This is an attraction that pulls at an individual and make it difficult for them to stop. I need you to know before we get started that the terms desire and lust are from the same Greek word. And the difference between the two are determined by the object of the desire. You see, lust is bad within itself, but desire is not always bad. I just got to set the stage here. And then when you look at it from a theological perspective, Paul deals with uh, two things. He deals with ordinance and inordinate affection. Inordinate Colossians chapter number 3 and verse number 5. Hold it, I'll be there later on. But you got to understand that when you start dealing with some stuff, it's important. I can't just jump in and tell you how to avoid it until I tell you what you're avoiding. Yeah. Right. You see, in order to help you with this particular lesson today, allow me to deal with the five D's of fatal attraction. All right. The five D's of fatal attraction. Point number one, failure to be devoted, which deals with loyalty. This is something that many of us struggle with. For Samson wanted to be used by God, but he yielded to temptation and deceitfulness. How many of us really want to be used by God, but we also being used by his day, man, somebody? Get you somewhere. Remember that in Judges chapter number 13, Samson's mother is barren. She can't bear any kids. But the Bible says that the angel of the Lord appeared under Samson's parents and said that he would be the one who would begin to save Israel from the Philistines. He would also be a Nazarite, which is unusual because this is something that most people enter to freely. Yeah. But Samson don't have a choice. Yeah. According to chapter number 13, y'all are quiet a bit, but we'll get there. Okay. Verse number 24 and 25, the Bible says that Samson has some godly parents. If you're taking notes, I want y'all to underscore it. He has some godly parents, not good parents. Yeah, all right. Some godly parents. And he loved God. And the Bible says the Lord began to bless him as he grew. In other words, God, Samson was special to God. And then Samson was going to be the one that God would bless him as he grew up to be able to take on the task. The Bible says that the spirit began to move. Well, what's the problem here, Brother Reed? The problem is that he failed in his loyalty to, as being a Nazarite in chapters number 13 and verse in chapters number 15. He failed in his loyalty to the covenant of law with God and his relationship with God. You see, although every now and then we want to walk right and talk right when the last time you sung hard fighting soldier, no. sometimes the songs that you don't sing represent what you ain't doing. Ain't something you can because sometimes we want to act like we're right, but we don't walk right, and we don't talk right, and we don't sing right, and we definitely ain't praying right. Judges chapter number 15, Samson was the 14th judge. The Bible says that it was about 
together mm -hmm. and freeing the people from their control of the Philistines. Mm -hmm. 20 years. Did a lot of stuff, but then there was some stuff that he didn't do. Mm -hmm. Samson would find out here that sin has a way of taking you further than you wanted to go. Amen. The Bible says that he left safety, he left protection, he left his parents that loved him. Let me ask you a question this afternoon. How many times have you traveled or flirted with the forbidden person, place, or thing? Not realizing that all it takes is one look, one time, one night, one drug deal gone bad, and one touch. Yeah, I've been there.
the men came to her and they offered her 1,100 pieces of silver for she loved money more than she loved Samson. Second Timothy chapter 6 verse 6 through 9 also Matthew chapter 6 and verse 24 he says you that cannot serve God in mammon or money. Sometimes we love money and materialistic stuff more than we love God. Notice that they used her to find out where Samson's strength was. It may be obvious that Samson's strength did not match his physical physique. Yeah. Who takes the guard, the walls of Gaza, Gaza and all on his back and goes some 40 miles? Brother, y'all ain't got a Google, ain't no male enhancement drugs out there. <laughs> but the Bible said that Samson took the gates of Gaza, and what I need you to understand is that when the brother was preaching about Nehemiah, the gates of the city represented the city's God in whom they served. Yeah. And so when you look at this particular text, we got to understand that that Samson, Samson, not muscular like most folks, but he's got God. And every time Samson would go out to fight, the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord fell upon him. One of the problems with fatal attraction is that many people have gone from one bad relationship to another. And if the truth be told, Many of them really ain't looking for the right one. Amen, somebody who can. The one that God wants for them. Samson was deceived. In other words, he didn't, he thought he was so strong that he could not fall. But the Bible lets me go in Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 7. Be not deceived. He said, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. You see, when we look at point number four, desire and lust, remember in Genesis chapter number three, the Bible says concerning Eve that she saw that the tree was what? Good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree was good to be desired to make one wise and she took of it and did eat. The Bible says she just didn't eat, she gave it to man and he had his hand out ever since. The Bible says in James chapter number 1, verses 13-15, he says, Let no man say that when he is tempted of God, of God, he says, that when he is tempted, that I'm tempted of God. God cannot tempt me. But every man, watch this, is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust. And then when lust is what? Conceived to bring forth what? Sin and sin death. A young lady was telling me, Brother Reed, I can't. I don't know why men that meet me, they only want to meet me to sleep with me and get my money. Mm -hmm. And I said, what's your name? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we say that beauty is in the eye of the holy, but when you look at the object, amen. What's your name? It's something about you that's drawing them to you, and then it's something about them. See, it ain't just one way. That's a two-way street. Because you don't deal with folk that you don't want to be bothered with. Hey, man, so there's a man in there. I'm just saying. You see, God don't bring us out of a mess to put us back in a mess. Some folk just like, hey, man, so This lesson teaches us. This lesson teaches us to beware of conforming. Romans chapter number 12, verse number 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. He says, he says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye 
circumstances. Remember Joshua, and I'm almost done. Joshua describes how flirting begins. Can I show you this? Mm -hmm. Joshua chapter number 23, he says, flirting will get you in trouble for it there. Look, he says, first of all, they would associate themselves with Gentile nations in a certain way. Y'all think about this. Next, they would discuss their religious practices. Before long, they would begin to worship false gods. And finally, their men would marry the women of the pagan nation. You see, when you look at chapter number 13, it's nothing wrong with something like a woman, but she a pagan worshiper. All right. Yeah. yeah, you remember when you endorsed your son to God and now this girl in the world that don't know God? And she got a fight with him? And she don't know God and he laying down and grits on the stove? <laughs> Let me hurry up. <laughs> the fifth one is disappointment. Sin will cost you more than you're willing to pay. Romans 6 and verse 23 said that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. We'll read verses 7 through verse number 17. We find Samson playing games. One of the most dangerous things in relationships is when people decide to play games. Samson lied to her. The third time, brethren, don't, we take women for granted. But women got more poor than we think they have. Amen. You see, play, Samson playing game, but Delilah got game. Uh, so
You see, every now and then we got to take inventory of our lives. Amen. The church is messed up right now. You know why the seats are empty? Fatal attraction. Spiritual. Fatal attraction. I remember a time when this event yeah. For people to take off and go to the movie, they won't take off and come in there. I gotta tell it like it is. Our gospel means don't look the same because of fatal attraction. Fatal attraction got some of our members because they can be late for church and early for work. You got fatal attraction because some put you know what fatal attraction really is? It's when something pulls you away. And you will sell out everything that is <laughs> to you for something that don't mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of our churches are suffering from fatal attraction. It ain't always got to be in a relationship with one another. It's our relationship with God because Fidelity 7 says, can God depend on me? If God can't count on you, you can't be counted on anybody. You cheat on God, you will cheat on another Bothered with us 
is that we're afraid to tell them that we've been there. Yeah. 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 Tell your children that you messed up. Yeah. Let them know you still mess up. Yeah, because yeah, all of us trying to get it right and go to the next thing, but the last deed that I didn't give you was determination. What do you mean, Brother, brother Reed? Even though Samson was messed up, you know what the people did? They started parading and celebrating about their God. Mm -hmm. And Samson used his last prayer. Why? Yeah. He said, Lord, if you just help me, yeah. I'm going to make sure we finish this thing right. Yeah. right. right. It ain't about how you fall, it's how you get up. Yeah. Yeah. Samson knows his life is in a mess. But he went to, you know what he didn't do to God? Well, Lord, I know he didn't come up with all these excuses. Yeah. He don't need a lot of excuses. Just man up and get up. And Samson went out the way he should have went out. How much determination does the church have right now? Because there's some folks still sitting in their loving city. Because the devil got us all, even in our worship services and everything, with fatal attraction. <laughs> And that's why when I go places to preach, I ain't being funny, but if you see Sister Reed standing right there with me, there's a reason. Because Brother Reed sometimes so vulnerable, he don't know what a woman hugging too tight. Stay with it. Amen. 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 Am